Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. Let's enter the world of do-it-yourself spray tans. Oh. <laughs> so, Kyle, there's a few things that you need to assemble. If you want to do your own spray tanning yourself, you need a towel. You'll need a professional tan system. Kind of something like a cross between an artist's airbrush and a house paint gun. Uh, <laughs> you'll need your tanning solution of choice. Um, you're going to need, it's what's called a blend friend barrier cream. It's very important. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, maybe you'll need some foot booties, uh, maybe a hair cap and a blending brush. Blending brush is basically like a foam paint brush that you use like around the house and stuff. So here's what you'll do. You're going to apply your blend friend into the transitional areas of your body, like your feet and ankles and any dry areas. You do not want to soak up the tanning solution, especially your hands, knuckles, and fingernails. So you're going to start with the bottoms of your legs with an even spray. Always do one leg at a time, getting your calves in the back of your legs. Make sure you get every angle. And uh, once you get your legs at the right tone, use that as the guide for the rest of your body. Never do a straight line. Always make sure that you wrap the spray around your body and your extremities. And yes, you spray your face. Don't inhale. Close your eyes. Everything will be fine. Finally, once you're done with that, wipe off the barrier cream and then use the blending brush to work out any areas of imperfection. All this information and more available on the YouTube channel, Million Dollar Tan. No advertising considerations have been requested or accepted by the Marvel Movie Minute, its legal partners or associates, and none of the information presented should be used as an actual spray tanning guidance. The Marvel Movie Minute provides no claims or guarantees of success and implores that any humans seeking to combine parts of their bodies with chemical topical solutions seek professional guidance only. Amen. <laughs> That's good. It makes me think. Uh, I've got two ideas now on how to revolutionize the world of, of self uh, uh, spray tanning. Yes, um, go ahead. Okay, first one: no spray. Like you know how if you ever painted a house, how you get the rollers and you go roll in the the the, the bin. Like I don't know what to call I'm, it. I'm familiar with that. How about that? Except I'm the paint roller. So then, like you have the spray tan stuff, and you just roll yourself in, and then roll back out, and then roll in and roll out. I'm telling you, like it adds a little extra cardio to the spray tanning system. I think it could be good. The second one would be, <laughs> follow me on this one. Yeah, I'm spray going. tan water slides. Uh, oh, right. Wait. You cover all the stuff out there, and then shoom into the tube you go, and you come out, and your bronze god on the other side. That one wins. Yeah. That's it. That's right. Free ideas for you entrepreneurs out there here on the Marvel Movie Minute as we hit minute 46 of Iron Man 2 from 2010. Director Mr. John Favreau. And it's monologue time. Yeah. uh, Because this minute, this entire minute is just Sam Rockwell talking. It, it's but, not but it's glorious. It's a it, monologue. Because it's a monologue, but it's glorious. It is, yeah, it is glorious. <laughs> it's this, fantastic. I mean, this is just like this is basically like you turn the camera on Sam Rockwell and just let it loose, like and then and I, then tell Mickey O'Rourke to just sit there, yeah, and react. take it in, yeah, and be disgusted like every right. four seconds. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, like this is basically this is this is this is classic sitcom. This is two camera. Like this is like one camera on Justin, one camera on Ivan, and you let the actors do their thing. I mean, here we, we so we're we're coming to this is a, a another in a series. So we've had Tony Ivan, then we had Tony Pepper, 
and now we're having Justin Ivan. Like it's it's a like one, two, three. Like it's a, it's a conversations between these two characters and, and how they see the world. Um, so we pick up where we left off, which is in the middle of talking about what they're eating, which is salmon carpaccio. Uh, so as as they're sitting down, like they're, the trays are being done, there. and I, I really love what Ricky Rourke does in this thing because we we're going to find out that he's uh, that he spent some time in prison. We'll get specifics, but right. we already know by this point by like the, the look and the fact that you know he was in prison, you know, just moments like a, the day ago, uh, and he seemed to be pretty comfortable there. Uh, and so when people come up from behind him, he does a little like ooh, like. I really like that they, he does a couple times because, like, when they bring the salmon, they put it in front of him. When they come to fill his wine glass, he's a little bit like, whoa, hey, I don't like people coming what are you from doing? behind me. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> like, do that. Because he's had to have eyes in the back of his head because, you right. know, uh, uh, Russian prisons are no joke. Uh, so as, as they're saying, and Justin completely oblivious to this whole thing is just like, you know, starting on his uh, gearing up for this huge rant thing he's about to go on, his sales pitch. Uh, and he says, anything you want here, we got it. I like my dessert first. So apparently this was a Sam Rockwell choice. He said, I see Justin Hammer as a guy who always wants to have something sweet. So in oh, every okay. scene you'll see, like here he's eating ice cream. Later on you'll see lollipops. Like he always has something that way. And I think this is all part of what we're learning about Justin Hammer, which is it's it's that, that we talked about the nouveau riche thing when he was talking about he's uncomfortable like around rich people. He's trying to blend it. He's trying to be one of the gang, but he's not. And I think this is that same thing. This is a person who has gotten everything he wanted his whole life. So like right. he wants candy, he gets candy. And so like right. as he's grown up. Yeah, I want more candy. So like he's so he, like I mean my dessert first because I I can because I'm grown. Like you know he, he's uh, had that arrested development thing where he's never really had any adversity in his life. Instant so, gratification. Instant gratification. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's a it's a great thing because he, as we talk about this, there's that the the thing between the two of them. They're both in the same business. But they've had very different upbringings. And this is where I, I come back to that and I say I don't, I don't want to be a broken record about this thing. But this is where I wish we had known about uh, Daddy Hammer. Yes. Yeah, I think right. this, this, this is a missed opportunity because it, like, to, to contrast between we, we know Howard Stark and we know Tony Stark. And we, we've seen some of Anton and we're going to learn more about him in these next group of minutes. Uh, and then we know Ivan. We don't know anything about Justin Hammer's dad. I think that's, that's a missing piece of this thing because even here would be a good time for him to say, like, when I stole this company from my father or whatever it is, like when he – Right. Because you know, that's, that's an important part. Like how did he get to this position? Because he is one of the most – he's one of the richest, most powerful people in the world. I mean, like he's not Tony Stark, but he's next to Tony Stark. Like in in the in the list, he's right up there. So like this is not right. some some schmo. This is you know, this is not uh, this. I would say he's not a household name, but he is the government's main weapons contractor. I mean, like he is a a renowned dude. Uh, so having to know the history of like how Hammer Technologies got to be where it is, I think is is a missing piece of this thing. And. I fully acknowledge the fact that Iron Man 2 is overblown. <laughs> overblown. <laughs> I think there's a couple things that could be cut out to fit that in. Uh, but, yeah, anyways. No, I, I, I think you're right, though. I mean, there. I think there was absolutely lost opportunity to have the, the trifecta of the sons and fathers. Yes. There was an, a very interesting story that you could have told there that I'm sure would have had dividends not only in this movie, but even farther along down the road. But you just this whole moment, and Sam Rockwell's brilliant in this, as we're going to continue yeah. to talk about it. But 
already off the bat, as he's having this conversation, he's obviously making his case. Yes. You get this whole idea that he is. I mean, he he has been very privileged. He's had everything he wants. He's he's sitting in a pristine airplane hangar with his Gulfstream 5 yes. with a what looks to be like a five-star restaurant's dining room table in the middle of the place with six or seven servants, as we've talked about. Yeah. And then this is he's, juxtaposed. He's showing off. He's showing I mean, off. This is this isn't just like him. I mean, he could have been. He could have hopped in the back of that van and had the same conversation. But he's showing he sh- what he oh, can do. One thousand percent. But then the best part about this is, is juxtaposed along this showmanship is. Yeah. This lack of situational situational awareness. <laughs> yes. Of understanding, there are certain things that are clearly communicating something you don't intend them to. Yeah. Hence. The hands. Yes. <laughs> During this whole point, and we alluded to it in the last minute, and this is why the cold open was what it was. Yeah. His hands are ridiculously splattered with tanning solution. Yeah. Showing that he's he's clearly, ta- he's applying his own tanning solution to himself. Right. Yes. He's like self-tanning. He's not, he's is not, that, he doesn't have a company, he doesn't, he doesn't like go somewhere and have it done. Like, he's like, he's been in the back of that Gulf Stream with yes! a squirt bottle. Like, yes! <laughs> you know, before he like went out, like, oh, I'm going to look so good when I meet Tony. Like, he was which, <laughs> applying which, this himself, which is hilarious. It is such a subtle detail, but it tells you so much about exactly. the Exactly. No, I mean, it speaks volumes about the character. And... You know, and then, you know, as we get into this, you know, as he's as he's talking to him, he he goes into this whole thing about, you know, I like to eat my dessert first. Yeah. Well, okay. Again, speaking to all that. But, you know, th- th- one of the funniest things about this is he has this great little thing where he talks about, um, I basically, here's this ice cream. It's Italian. Yeah. I have it flown in from San Francisco. <laughs> I know. It's Giardelli. He's talking well, about Giardelli. Well, he's talking about Giardelli, which... Okay, and, and Giardelli, by the way, Giardelli Chocolate Company is a United States division of a Swiss, the Swiss confectioner, Lint and Sprugli. Mm. Sprugli? Did I say that right? Exactly. Um, yeah, the company was founded by and is named after Italian chocolatier Domenico Giardelli. He worked in South America, moved to California. The rest is history. Giardelli Chocolate, 1852, it Ooh. was founded. Wow. So it's been around a long time. Here's the part, though, that's crazy. He's saying he's he's talking about this being organic Italian ice cream. <laughs> yeah, shipped in from California. Yeah, they're in Monaco. I know you're in Monaco. You can get actual Italian ice cream. It's just <laughs> down the way. Like it's, it's, it's right there. Like you it's right there, dude. It's right there. Like, <laughs> and and you know what? And honestly, as we talk about this, like you can see. Ivan is looking at this, and, and as Ivan, and Mickey Rourke does an amazing job of, of communicating so much in his nonverbals to this, because he doesn't yeah. say a word in this minute, right? No. Part of his stuff is he's looking at him just going, you're an idiot. Uh-huh. Like, wh- what are you, you're trying to impress me, and instead what you're doing is you're humiliating yourself in front yeah. of me. He's like, you don't, you don't understand how much I hate this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, right? that's the thing is he's showing off his wealth, and for someone who has nothing... That is not the way to get through to him. Like, well, and, and he wealth hates is not Tony Stark, and you think exactly trying to show that you have as much as Tony Stark is the way to impress him. His wow. his currency is not money. His no. currency is revenge. Yes, and you can't. <laughs> now he does then obviously try to speak to this a little bit more, but yeah. just this whole visual image of between the the tanning splotches the on white the hands, suit. the white the linen suit. The whole thing, and then just the talk about Italian ice cream via San Francisco. Come on. 
Oh my god! <laughs> so Justin Hammer says, uh, "I got a sweet tooth." Apparently, you do too for Tony Stark. Ah, there's the pivot. Nice. That's nice. What I saw you do to Tony Stark on that track, how you stepped up to him in front of God and everyone, that was wow. I really like the use of God here. He does it. He's going to yes. do it again too. Like because we just saw if you can make God bleed. Right. And so here is in front of God and everyone. Mm, that's nice. Like I think I, if that's if that's like you know from the screenplay, then bravo, Justin. That was a well. That was well done. I'm Justin screenwriter, not Justin character. Now but, what is now what is the character? Okay, so like when that reference, and I did think that was really interesting because yeah. is that Justin looking at Ivan's character, seeing him with his tattoos and crosses and stuff? Is he basically trying to appeal to what he believes is? Is some sort of faith in the character? I what is think the... so. I mean, he does have a cross, you right. know, prominently as, as one of the things. So maybe he's doing it. But I, in front of God and everyone is, is an expression. Oh, yeah, that too. It's no, well right. chosen here too. But I don't know if that was chosen specifically for him too. Because I think that Justin thinks that Ivan is not as smart as him. Right. Like, I think Ivan is one of those people who's been underestimated his entire life because of how he looks. We're going to find out, like, what actually his, you know, what his science training is in later on in these in this group of minutes. Um, right. But at this point, he looks like he's a thug. Like, he, I mean, he looks like he's hired muscle. Like, right. it just like he happened to come up with this thing like a lucky break and he can make the whips. and So, so, so Justin recognizes talent, but I don't think he, I think he underestimates the cunning well, or does he? Well, he recognizes what he recognizes is unabashed courage, or you know, foolish courage. That yeah. is to do the things that I don't want to do. Basically, yeah. Ivan is now shown a willingness to get his hands dirty. Yeah, in a way, no pun intended. That huh. Justin Howard doesn't want to get his hands dirty, but that's right. <laughs> With the orange, <laughs> and also, I mean, like that. Why do you think he's in a white suit? I mean, like exactly. that, that is a right. definite, definite choice that they made too like right it reminds me of the uh um I, we have to stay pg so you can often bleep this but uh it reminds me of the scene from monty python's whole life uh, monty python and the holy grail where they said like oh it's the king how do you know it's the king because he doesn't have shit all over him like <laughs> that's why rich yeah. people were white to show no, exactly that they weren't working Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Look, I don't have to work in the field. That's yes. why I can wear white. That's how my clothes stay clean. That's that. That's why uh, brides started wearing white is to show off. Like, look, I don't work with the, with dirt at all. Like, I just right. wander around the, my mansion all day. Aren't right. I beautiful? Uh, and so, like, white suit, definite choice. Uh, so he. So the speech continues on. You spoke to me with what you did. I know, and you knew, and I know. Oh, sorry. And I know that you knew that I'd be listening. So it's like, okay, like no, well, you he know, didn't. like that was not like nothing he did was towards you, Justin. <laughs> well, no, wait though. But see, I think that's an interesting callback to his to to Justin's view of the world when yeah. he's sitting there and he's looking at the TV screen before uh -huh. the race begins, and Tony points at the camera. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think Justin thinks in his worldview that's a little bit self centered. They're talking to me, right? Like. Every, the TV's giving him messages. No, like everything around him is happening specifically for him <laughs> and for yeah. his attention. Yeah. Yes, that's no, that's part of the character. Uh, so then he continues on. This is why I couldn't bear to have you shipped off to God knows where. Uh -huh. God knows where. Another reference. Right. Uh, it would have been such a waste of talent. But if I may make a suggestion, you know, you don't just go and try and kill the guy. I think, if I may, you go after his legacy. 
clunk. There's that word again. Legacy. Right. And it's like that's, yep. that's interesting. Once again, this is implying a much better idea than the rest of this movie will bear out. Because like <laughs> Like, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that's right. Like, like this is in saying you don't just try and like kill the guy. Which, which, by the way, that was never the plan. Ivan was right. not trying to kill him, even though Justin thinks right. that he was. Right. Um, you after his legacy, it's like because yeah, basically Justin Hammer doesn't want just to to kill Tony. He wants to destroy Stark Industries and everything the name Stark is, and replace it with Hammer. Well, and it's beyond that. I think he wants to he wants to embarrass Tony. He wants to yes. he wants to make a mockery of him like he he believes and rightfully so. He has been mocked and made fun of. He wants all of that. He wants the not just the respect, the adoration, the adulation, all the stuff that he thinks that he deserves that yeah. Tony gets. Yeah. He says yeah. that's what you kill. You and me, we are a lot alike in a lot of ways. And I think it's very funny they they cut back and forth between the two, the the yes. tattooed Russian guy and the the you know <laughs> pampered guy in the white suit and stuff too. But he's not wrong. Like the two of them are both in the you know weapon creation business. They're both scientists in their way. Uh they both have a mat on for Tony Stark. I mean like it makes sense. Now, uh, you know, putting the two of them together, Justin Amber does come off as the Max Shrek of this, uh, for those of you who have seen Batman Returns, <laughs> everybody remembers that there's Catwoman and there's uh, Penguin, but let's not forget there's another villain that everybody forgets about in that one. <laughs> the Christopher Walken. Um, uh, but he's, but there is a, a definite uh, thing between the two of them. And so, like, this alliance does make a lot of sense. Uh, but sure. the question is, like, is Ivan buying what Justin is selling? Uh, he says, the only difference between you and I is that I have resources. I think, if I may, and that's where the minute ends. Uh, now so we won't know what his uh, what his yeah. Well, you, you got to you got to tune in. But yeah. I do love there is a little nuanced part. It's not that nuanced, but it's but I love that it's there. Mickey Rourke when he says when the moment Justin says, uh, "You and me, we are alike in a lot of ways." They go to Ivan's face, and Ivan pulls his right eyebrow up. Like, <laughs> really? I mean, it's, it's but, a little bit... It's so subtle. Though. It's subtle. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, it is... It's there, though. But he's... Because he's trying to... He... You know, obviously, what Ivan's doing here... Ivan can understand what he's saying. We'll talk yes. more about this in the next minute. Yeah. That's why you gotta tune in. But he's trying to hold his cards. Like, he's trying to, like, not put off a lot of, of, of emotion. But he lets it slip there because you could clearly see that he's like, really, is that what you think? And we will definitely talk more about that in the next minute. If you, like Justin Hammer, are fans of instant gratification, then I would suggest checking us out on Instagram. If you follow the next reel, uh, you'll see all the pretty pictures we post for all the different shows that we have. Uh, it's it's gorgeous. It is well laid out. It is immaculately scheduled and designed, and we're very proud you, of it. You could say... They're sweet. <gasps> Ooh. Perfect for a comment under one of the posts. So check us out. Follow at the next reel at Instagram. All our stuff is there. Uh, so make sure to be back here for minute 47 because we're going to find out what is Ivan's response to this epic monologue that Justin has just laid out for him. Will he ever touch the salmon carpaccio? You'll have to tune in to see. Enough said. Bye.